but they're enslaved. And they're separated from God and they're spiritually dead. I hope you're not listening to spiritual leaders who are spiritually dead. That's not good. Okay? The counsel they give can sound really, really great, but spiritually dead people cannot truly understand spiritual things. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. You're in the Spirit. If you're born into the kingdom of God, you are in the Spirit. Well, I don't necessarily feel much. We're not talking about that. The fact is, you're in the Spirit. You're spiritually alive by the Spirit of God. You've been raised from spiritual death to spiritual life through repentance. God, forgive me for living without you. I acknowledge I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Repentance and embracing Jesus as the Son of God (laughs) who died for the sins of the whole world. Those who are in the Spirit are those who have embraced Jesus as their Savior. I need a Savior. Jesus, you're the Son of God. You died for my sins. sins. I, I embrace you as my Savior. They've also embraced Him as their Lord. Jesus, I give my life to you. I'm no longer the one leading my life. I'm following you. They have been forgiven and declared righteous. I know, someone's excited about that. It's awesome. like to hear a little more of that in here sometimes. <laughs> forgiven, declared righteous by God. That's why we were happy when we were singing. Declared righteous by the one who knows us more than anybody else. Yet He declares us righteous through our faith in Christ. Wow. God's Spirit is in us. And this is important. If you're in the Spirit, you are no longer powerlessly enslaved to the old nature. You're not. If you're in the Spirit, you have the ability to overcome. So, so then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. They're separated. They're, they're alienated from God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he's not his. The Spirit of God's got to live in you for you to belong to Jesus. <clears throat> so let's go back to verse 14 again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Christians, those who are in the Spirit, are led by God's Spirit. It's not talking about an occasional dynamic experience. It's talking about that's their life now. That's the way they function. It's who they are. They're in the Spirit. And the Spirit of God leads them. And when I was in construction work several years ago, um, it was a smaller company, and the boss hired another employee. And uh, this employee was older than myself, but he didn't really have experience in construction. He had experience in other areas. And so he started working, and things were okay if we were all together. But when the boss would leave, then, uh, you know, I was the one that was there that had 
most experience, and so this new employee really was supposed to listen to me, although he was older than me. And so he would, he would debate with me. You know, I'd say, okay, let's do this. And he would say, well, I think maybe it'd be better if we did it this way. But he didn't really know what he was talking about. I mean, he, he was a smart guy, but he just didn't have experience in these areas. And so, you know, okay, let's do this. And he said, well, I think maybe we should look at it this way and do it this way. I would get so tired of that. I would get so frustrated. I remember one day we were on the roof. Boss was gone. We were up there. I don't know if we were flashing or something. I can't remember. I just remember we were on a roof. And I just wanted to send him down to do something. And he was debating with me on how it should be done. And this doesn't have a bad ending, okay? It's not like, I'm not going to say, and I just chewed him. No, 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 I didn't do that. But I finally said, look, I'm in charge. Just do what I tell you to do. That's all. We're not debating this. Just do what I tell you to do. I thought that was simple. So I can't really remember how it all turned out anymore. But I do remember eventually the boss fired him. But other than than that detail. It's not complicated, although it can be a daily challenge. Who should be telling who what to do in the kingdom of God? Should we be telling the Holy Spirit what to do? Or should the Holy Spirit be leading us? See, if when I, when I hear the word led, led makes me think of the word lead. Being led by the Spirit means that the Holy Spirit is leading your life. Right? And I want us to talk about that today because this is really important. As many as are the Uh, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're sons and daughters of God. So, who is leading in your life? Is the Holy Spirit leading in your life? Or are you leading? And occasionally giving the Spirit an opportunity? Or is it like a dual partnership? Holy Spirit, you can lead these areas. But these areas over here, they're mine. Holy Spirit, you just mind your own business. I'll take care of this part of my life and I'll do what I want to do with this part of my life. But this part of my life, lead me. How well does that work? It might seem okay for a while, but eventually the crisis will come. (laughs) Okay, eventually. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons. These are the daughters of God. Led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. We can jump down a few verses. Well, I guess I went to 14. We're going to back up to Romans 8, 12. It says that we're now debtors. Therefore, brethren... We are debtors, not to the flesh, not to that old life, not that old thing where our old nature absolutely ruled over us and we were subject to it and we were separated from God. No, we're not debtors to that. Therefore, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, 
To live according to the flesh. It's not talking about that. That word debtor there means one who owes another. A debtor. One held by some obligation. Some translations use the word obligated there. We're no longer obligated to the flesh. When the flesh says, go do this, and we know that's not within the will of God, we're not obligated. So no. No, you do not rule me anymore. You don't rule me anymore. The New Living Translation... I'll put that up there for you to see it. It worded it this way. So, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation whatsoever to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. Does anybody in here ever struggle with the old sinful nature? Okay. Yeah. The majority of us. (laughs) All of us. Does anybody in here have urges that are outside of the will of God? Okay, man, even had somebody raise their hand. Okay, just share what they are. No, 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 I don't. That's between you and the Lord. Okay, I don't need to know that. In this life, yes, there is that. We still have that struggle. But we are no longer debtors to the flesh. We are no longer obligated. We're no longer under that law of sin and death. Righteous requirements of God. We can't meet them. Sin is in our lives. The result is spiritual death and separation from God. We're not under that law anymore. We're under Romans 8. Back up a few verses. It says we're now under the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's the law we're under. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So, We're debtors to God. I I owe God everything. You know what I'm saying? I really owe Him everything. Righteousness? I'm not standing in my own righteousness. Uh, You know? I'm standing in the gift of righteousness that was given to me through Christ. (laughs) I'm standing on that. That came from God. I am working out my righteousness. God's working that out in my life. But let me tell you what, I am standing in the righteousness that I received as a gift through my faith in Jesus. We owe God everything. We owe God everything. So, Christians are led by the Spirit of God. That's the first point, simple point. Christians are led by the Spirit of God. But here's the next thing. God's Spirit leads us. Christians are led by the Spirit of God. God's Spirit leads us. I really want you to get this. Because this is huge. We don't always think about this when we think about being led by the Spirit. You know, we think of, you know, the Spirit tells you to go do something and great things happen. But God's Spirit leads us. So often, it's a daily thing. He leads us to overcome sinful desires. He is busy leading us to overcome leading us into the realm of getting victory over things that have plagued our life. He leads us. Let's, let's look at these verses. Romans 8, 12. Therefore, brethren, 
We are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if we live according to the flesh, we will die. That old nature, that old life, we can't live in that thing. It just leads to death. If we live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit... Did it say if by human effort? Did it, did it say if by trying really, 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 really hard? Did it say if by making more promises to God? It said, and this is, there's power in this. If we get to, if we just see it as a word, then it's a word. But if we get what's happening here, if you live according to the flesh, you'll die. It always leads to death. But if by the Spirit, somehow the Holy Spirit is involved, He's leading, He's helping, He's enabling. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll live. You're going to enter into that life that God keeps promising. You know, I've come that you would have life and have it more abundantly. The abundant life isn't forever struggling with sin and failing. That's not what he's talking about. The abundant life is when you start stepping into the realm where you're getting victory and you're getting free. That's the will of God. But it is a life that is very dependent on the Holy Spirit. Have you tried to live a victorious Christian life in your own strength? It gets tougher. The older you get, if you keep trying to do that, it gets tougher. You just run out of energy. There's another realm. Young people, learn this at a young age. Because sometimes young people struggle with sin. I've heard that. I don't know, but I've heard that. They've struggled with wrong. The Holy Spirit wants to help you and enable you to overcome. He leads us. For if you live according to the flesh, you'll die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you'll live. And then that verse that we all know so well... It comes next. That's the context of that verse. It's just, it's just talking about the Spirit helping us put to death the deeds of the body. And then it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. That's where that verse is found. It's talking about overcoming these things in our lives. Being led by the Spirit is very practical. It's very practical. I wish it was in the Bible somewhere else. Oh, wait. <laughs> Allow me to share some more verses here. As we allow the Holy Spirit to lead our lives, He will lead us into freedom. He will lead us into victory. It's a process, but that's, that will be the destination. Let's look at some other verses here. I've been going through Galatians. And, uh, oh yeah, I wanted to show you in the Amplified. This is what the Amplified verse says on verse 13. But if through the power of the Holy Spirit you are habitually putting to death. It's, it's not just like a once in a great while thing. It's starting to live a life of. If you 
If through the power of the Holy Spirit you're habitually putting to death or making extinct or deadening the evil deeds prompted by the body, the carnal nature. So, I guess we're talking about a lifestyle here. Of dependence on the Spirit, acknowledging the Spirit, and when He's speaking, submitting to the Spirit, and learning to overcome. How many of you were tempted to do something and you know the Spirit spoke to you and said, don't go there. But you chose to do it anyway. Raise your hands. No. No. Okay, I'll raise my hand. It's happened. We have to learn to stop trying to lead the Holy Spirit. And live a life of being led by the... We're talking about submission here. Submitting to the Holy Spirit. Anybody in here have a problem with submitting? Don't point to your wife. No, nobody did. No, just. We are learning to be submitted to the Spirit of God. He's in us. We're in the Spirit. The Spirit of God is in us. But, but sometimes we just want to be in charge. And we just keep holding on to being in charge. And then we say, God, how come I can't get victory over this? And he basically can respond and say, because you're not letting me in at all. You're in charge. You're going to do it. So let's just go with your results. But if you ever get tired of that, let me be in charge for a while. Start submitting to my spirit. Even though your flesh hates it. Start submitting to my spirit. And then let's see what happens. It, it's a lifestyle. Let's look at some other verses in Galatians. I like these. Paul was a little upset with the Galatians. The, the Christians that lived in that area of Galatia. And he said, are you so foolish? After beginning with the spirit... Your whole life in Christ began with the Spirit. You knew that. He came into your life. Your heart was changed. Things changed. After beginning with the Spirit, are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort? Are you going back to what you can just do in your own strength? Don't do that. Don't go there. You started in the Spirit. Keep going in the Spirit. Nobody could make themselves be born into the kingdom of God. It took a work of the Spirit. It had to be the Holy Spirit coming into you and making you alive. It has to be the Holy Spirit working in you, making you free. Let's keep going with the Spirit. Let's see what else it says in Galatians. Galatians 5.16 So I say, live by the Spirit. Live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. He is writing to Christians. They're struggling with the sinful nature, that old nature, that's power has been broken. So you're no longer completely enslaved and powerless, but it is still trying to be in control. Okay? There's a difference between somebody being in control who has complete power and somebody trying to be in control whose power has been broken. For those of us in the spirit, the power of the flesh has been broken. 
we can overcome it by the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> so I say, live by the Spirit and you'll not gratify the desires of the sinful, sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what's contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what's contrary to the sinful nature. They're in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. Anybody understand what it's talking about here? It's talking about that struggle on the inside. I know what God wants me to do and my flesh is wanting me to do this. And ah! The struggle! Once you turn 55, it stops. <laughs> Wish that was true. <laughs> but look at verse 18. But if you are what? Led by the Spirit. It's talking about the struggle. And then it goes right back to that term again. If you're led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. There's something about this being led by the Spirit. But if you're led by the Spirit... You're not under law. What does that mean? To the best of my ability, I talked about it earlier, those that are under law are those who have not been born into the kingdom of God. They're under law. Law condemns them. They have an old nature that, is, that completely empowers them. They're, they're enslaved to it. They're under the law. They're enslaved to the old nature. And basically, they have no hope. That's for everybody who's under law. But once you receive Jesus as your Savior, you're no longer under law. You're under grace. Okay? And it's a new law. It's the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus that sets you free from the law of sin and death. So, we're not under the law. We're led by the Spirit. The law didn't give anybody the power to fulfill it. The law just says, this is what's, this is what's commanded. But it didn't help you keep the commandment. The law doesn't help you keep the commandment. The Spirit does. This is what pleases God. And the Holy Spirit says, I'll be your strength. I will lead you into a life of living in the will of God. What is the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. I want to add meekness, but maybe that was another translation. I'm not sure. Against such there is no law. The Holy Spirit will lead us into freedom. Galatians 5.24. Let's look at that one. <clears throat> Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. You've reckoned yourself dead. That's not who I am anymore. If anyone is in Christ, he is a... Say it again. New creation. Old things are... And everything is... Made new. That's the reality of, of being in the Spirit. You know, it's a new life. It's a new life. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. Since we, what? By? Live by the Spirit. I'm beginning to think that this, the Holy Spirit being in charge is pretty important to having a victorious life. But if we, uh, since we live by the Spirit, 
let us keep in step with the Spirit. That You're born into the kingdom by the Spirit. You live by the Spirit. Now, keep in step with Him. You know, if He's leading that way, which way should we go? This way? You can't keep in step with the Spirit by going the opposite way of the Spirit. Keep in step with the Spirit. Parents, do we expect our kids to learn to submit and obey us? Pretty quiet. Do we expect that? Yeah. Whose kids are we? God's. Does He expect us to learn to submit to Him? You've entered into a life of learning to submit to God. And He leads us by His Spirit. I've been a Christian and and this life is just one big struggle after another. Are you submitting to the Spirit? This Christian life is just one big struggle after another. No, answer the question. Are you submitting to the Spirit? Are you picking and choosing when you submit to the Spirit? You can't overcome by picking and choosing who's in charge day by day. You can't. You just can't. I go to Planet Fitness. I boast about that, you can tell. Okay? I go to Planet Fitness. I can tell those who go there on a regular basis. And I can tell those that visit occasionally. We're all members. We're all in the body of Christ. But you can tell those who've chosen to submit on a daily basis to the Holy Spirit and those who are struggling with it and have a hard time submitting to the Holy Spirit. You can tell. We're in the same club. But we look a little different. God wants us to have joy. I just, I want to have joy. That's why I became a pastor. <laughs> no. no, it is a joy being a pastor. It is. But I, but I, I better be full of the Spirit. Okay, <laughs> I better be full of the Spirit. I want to have joy. But you know what? When I'm struggling with obeying God or doing what I want to do, how much joy is there? How much joy is there? It's, it's turmoil. It's turmoil. But we were all meant to submit to the Holy Spirit. You know what? If God in His Word says, don't be living together, having sex with somebody you're not married to. And the Holy Spirit says, you know what? Don't be living together, having sex with somebody you're not married to. And you choose to do it. Man, you're not submitting to the Holy Spirit. You want God's blessing? You want all this stuff? But you want it on your own terms? God doesn't have to give anything to us on our terms. You know? It's His terms. Now, I understand struggling with sin. I've had my experiences with it. 
But let's never get to the place where we're just comfortable ignoring the Holy Spirit and do what we want to do. That's dangerous ground. All right? If you're grieved, that's good ground to be on. At least you're grieved with the struggle. But let's take another step. Instead of just being grieved with the struggle, let's overcome. Let's not stay in this realm of constant, you know. Let's let's step out and overcome. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passion and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Last point. First one, Christians are led by the Spirit of God. Second one, God's Spirit leads us to overcome. He wants to lead us into freedom. To overcome the desires of the old nature. And the third one is this. I like this point. Not that it's my point. It came out of Scripture. Jack, you're going to have to help me out here. Nothing's happening. Thank you. Appreciate that. The Spirit leads us to cry out to our Father. I like this. Okay, we're reading through. Verse 15. Well, let's just do verse 14 again. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage. You didn't receive the spirit of bondage. That's what you were under. That's what I was under. Okay? Uh, We were in bondage to things that we couldn't get free from. But that's not the kind of spirit the Lord has given us now. Years ago, Lori and I were traveling from Kansas to Nebraska. I had to stop and get gas at this convenience store. And I walked in and, you know, they had all kinds of stuff in there. And I think I was looking for some snacks on the way. And there was this older guy, you know. I mean, what's old anymore? That changes every year for me. So, uh, I mean, we're talking older, okay. He's standing at the rack looking at the porn. And I'm thinking, that's so sad. I mean, here's a guy, I don't know, 70 years old, whatever, I don't know. And it's like, he's been enslaved for his whole life, probably. And it was, to me, it was just sad. You know, God has such a different plan for us. Do we want to be enslaved to sin, certain sins our whole life long? When God says, I want you to be free. God has so much more for us. We're no longer under a, a, a spirit of bondage. The spirit that we have now, Scripture says, He's a spirit of liberty. He's a spirit of freedom. In 2 Corinthians 3.17, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is there's freedom. We're in the Spirit. We're led by the Spirit. Where should that take us? Freedom. Freedom. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. What's fear talking about? Well, I think it's talking about the fact that before you were right with God, before I was right with God, I was afraid of God. I didn't want to think about God. Okay? I wanted to hide things from God. There was fear. But that's not what we have now. You didn't receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, 
But you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Sin before, I wanted to, I, I just, I wanted to do the sin, but I was afraid of God. What's it like now? Now, when the sinful temptation comes, I can run to my Father. Father, help me. We don't have to... Listen, as a Christian, when temptation comes, you don't run away from God, you run to Him. Father, please help me. Father, if you fail, Father, please forgive me and help me to learn to stand in this area. We cry out to our Father. That's the spirit we have. Not a spirit of fear. Not a spirit of bondage. But a spirit that keeps drawing us to the Father. Crying out to the Father to overcome these things. And our Father loves us. He loves us. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage, again, to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. That word adoption there, one of the studies said this, in the first century A.D., an adopted son was a son deliberately chosen by his adoptive father to perpetuate his name and, and inherit his estate. We've received that spirit of adoption. God purposely chose each one of us. And He has given each one of us His entire inheritance, carrying His name. The Spirit of Adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The last part of the verse simply says, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. As I was uh, praying about how to end the, the message... You know, because it's kind of a little tough message. Okay, everybody who has sin in your life, come forward. We're going to pray. You're going to submit to the Spirit. Okay, it's a little tough message, okay. God, how do you want me to finish this message? And you know, he spoke to me something I wasn't expecting. And I didn't hear a voice from heaven. I didn't see flames or anything. But the impression was, I want to heal some people. There are some of my kids that they're in this struggle, fleshly desires, submitting to God and they've been in it for a long time and they haven't been doing very well and now they're just broken and they've kind of given up hope and they don't even really have strength to come to me anymore they just feel like what's the use and I felt like he told me I want to heal them I want to heal their hearts. I haven't given up. And I will help them to overcome. But I also had the impression that he said, and there's some others I just want to spank. Because they have deliberately chosen to ignore what I've been saying for a long time. And they just need a spanking. I love them. But it's not healing. They just need to let me correct them. So those were the two things. <laughs> okay. But the biggest impression was the healing one. The healing.
And uh, I'm going to have Pastor Zach come up because I don't even want the whole worship team up here. I just want Pastor Zach up. So everyone else that's out there has an opportunity to respond. I'm not going to ask you to come forward. You can pray right where you're at. But I am going to ask you to do this. Ask the Holy Spirit what He wants you to do. If He wants you to come forward, because that's the way He wants to work on this, then come forward. And if He says, you can stay there, then stay there. We're led by the Spirit. We're led by the Spirit. But I've been, you know, this morning we were praying for this service today. God wants to set people free. He wants to set them free. But but it is on His terms. Submit to my Spirit. Submit to my Spirit. I will lead you into freedom. Submit to my Spirit. I will heal and make whole. But don't stubbornly stay in rebellion in this area and expect me to bless everything else in your life. You're stuck there. Get that right. But then let's move on. Jack, I was going to put one more thing up there. The very last point, if you'll do that. Let him lead. Let him lead. Those that are the sons and the daughters of God, they are led by the Spirit of God. Let him lead. He's going to lead you to overcome. And he's going to lead you even closer to the Father. Crying out to the Father if you need to, but he's going to lead you. He's going to lead you. Let's stand together.